Yo, yo, welcome everybody back to the JV Sports Room. As usual, your host, Jay Dino, the other half of the team behind the scenes, my man Vince. Yeah. Big man over in the Kobe corner, holding it down, yes, Big sir. J. Yo, yo, thank you guys for having me, man. I'm in that Kobe corner. Shouts out to Kobe, the Mamba, Gigi, we're thinking about you. But also, man, this past Thursday was the three-year anniversary of the late, great legend, also a Los Angeles legend, uh, Nipsey Hustle, man. So this one's for you. The JV Sports Room. The marathon continues, man. Let's keep it going. Facts. Facts. And back in the lineup from the championship rounds episode. You guys remember my man Isaiah? What's up, man? Welcome Appreciate back to the show, brother. Up, Appreciate y'all yes, having back, man. Had a great time last time. Let's just let's run this back. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Um, last time you told us you had committed to Southeastern University. Yeah. Is that still what you got going on? Uh, I think I'm done with the college route. I think I'm gonna, you know, take the year off and get in like real good shape and then go overseas and try to make some bread. Oh, take interesting. That money, man. young man. Yeah, take I like that money. It. I like that route to success, my man. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's fun. I mean, you're speaking on that. It's fun to see different avenues. You know, it's not yeah. just the college route. You know, you have the overseas route. You can go to college, but you also got the, you know, the G League if you're, you know, one of the top elites to make it. But yeah. it's a, no, it's definitely a good option, man. Absolutely, like that, man. Congrats to you on that, man. Appreciate that, man. Um, last time you were here, I think you just covered basketball with us. You, yeah. you rocking football at all? Oh, yeah, of course. I'm a big Washington Commanders fan. Commanders? I've been that since, since I was born. My family has been heavy on that. So I'm a real big Washington fan. True indeed. True indeed. So we got a Giants fan. We got a Washington fan. We got a Philadelphia Eagles fan. It's going to be interesting. Oh, I mean, be interesting. Hey, hey, future reference. <laughs> we do have division uh, yeah. shows coming up. Yeah, My yeah, man Isaiah, yeah. we hope to see you back for that show. Oh, yeah, for sure. True indeed. Nice. We're going to bring a Cowboys fan in here as well so we can make fun of him a little bit. <laughs> um, but outside of that, man, uh, the Commanders have a new quarterback, yep. Carson Wentz. How you feel about that? It's a, it's a sneaky pickup. I like it. It's definitely a hit or miss, but I mean, the guy, you know, if he doesn't turn the ball over, we could for sure win the division. Yeah. I wouldn't say for sure win the division, but as, you know, I have a little bit of uh, knowledge about Carson Wentz. You know, he was my quarterback for a couple of years. Um, I, I do like, I do like the sign. I do like the trade, uh, getting Carson Wentz. You know, you guys had that, you know, the, the up and down with Fitzpatrick yeah. and Henneke, the, the rotation at quarterback. I think Carson gives you a little bit of stability, like I mentioned a couple of weeks ago. Um, just got a Carson has to, you know, come to within himself and always remember, like, I don't have to make every play. Yeah, like, I, don't I don't have, have to, to hit take the, the home big run shot every, every time. Exactly. That's something that's always, you know, been haunting him. Um, you guys got a lot of weapons. I like that boy, oh, Terry yeah. McLaurin. Oh, yeah. uh, the run game with, with Antonio Gibson and the defense. The defense is, 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 I think it's one or two pieces away from being a really, really legit defense. So, yeah. um, tough division. I think it's still up to for grabs. I think this year is going to be a telling season to see. Who can run away with this division? I don't know about the Giants. Hey, though, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're not going to run away with I mean, any division. I didn't really just say. <laughs> we'll discuss that more in yeah, the division. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, Washington gains uh, Carson Wentz. Yeah. Indy replaces him with Matt Ryan. Yeah. What do you guys think about that? I was mentioning it with Baker Mayfield, but I think this is a great situation. Yeah. A plug and play. You take a veteran quarterback who's been, around, been in the league for a long time uh, with the Atlanta Falcons, uh, who's a winner. And you plug him into that team with that run game, yeah. with that defense, I think it's an upgrade. Uh, I would say it's an upgrade for them. Yeah, I agree. You plug Matt Ryan in the right system, in the right place, you know, as you can see, he can take it to the Super Bowl. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And he loves those big body receivers. They got a couple of those. Michael yeah. Pittman should really uh, upgrade from this. Love it. Love it for Michael Pittman, especially on a fantasy, uh, fantasy aspect. Love it for Michael Pittman. Jonathan Taylor's, Jonathan Taylor's got to love it, right? Yeah, he's yeah. he's 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 going to be off to the races this year, man. But uh, definitely love that. Uh, you know, 
that maybe that we get a Julio Jones, Matt mm-hmm. Ryan kind yeah, of uh, vibe with, with, with Michael Pittman. Oh, we'll see. But um, see why not? It's uh, it's interesting. That's definitely a good a good move there. Of course, of course. And the uh, QB carousel continues mm-hmm. and is almost to a complete stop. But there's a couple of names still out there. Um, <clears throat> Baker Mayfield. Does he find himself a new home for next year? That that one's gonna be tricky, man. That one's gonna be tricky. See, Baker Mayfield is so so hit or miss, man. It's you either really like Baker yeah. or you really don't like <laughs> Baker. It's really no in between, it feels like. Um, you know, still you still look at teams out there like Seattle. You know, Seattle can you potentially use a player like Baker Mayfield. You know, we'd all know what Drew Locke can bring to a team, and I think Baker would be an upgrade there. Yeah. We'll see why not. There's uh there's a few teams out there that still need a quarterback. Then there's also Jimmy G. Um, does he stay in San Fran or is he on the move somewhere? Uh, with the shoulder surgery, I think first, like wait a couple, a couple weeks, a couple weeks. So maybe like mid season, I think if a team really needs a quarterback, I think they go get him. That's exactly what I was thinking as well. Yeah. I think, I think Jay Money would probably be the best to speak on this, but from my perspective, um, I think with the market pretty much already settled, I mean, in one season, two seasons, but they'll probably address their, their, their needs in the draft. Uh, I think they hold Jimmy G for a little while. And, uh, and, and, and like Isaiah said, you know, maybe sometime during the, you know, the season. But I still think it's time to transition this offense into the, the Trey Lance era. Agreed. Uh, Agreed. So, but uh, another one, you know, we, we mentioned Matt Ryan uh, out of Atlanta. And what Atlanta does, they bring in Marcus Mariota, mm-hmm. which could be, a, you know, a sneaky, uh, sneaky addition uh, for the Atlanta offense. Man. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, not a huge fan of Mariota at all, but <laughs> hey, you know what? They had to replace Matt Ryan with somebody, right? right. Yeah. And he, he gets he has ties to the head coach because they were you know together in Tennessee. So there's kind of you know there's chemistry there. So yeah. just throw it out there. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Um, that that pretty much wraps up the uh, the QB carousel. But there's there's a few you know good big names still out there. There's uh, Julio Jones. Yeah. Does he land anywhere? Uh, I think a a low key place would be. Uh, Indianapolis, back with Matt Ryan. That's not a bad idea. Not a bad look. I mean, it would it would kill my Michael Pittman love, but uh, <laughs> no, I, I think another low key place would be uh, right here in, in in Philadelphia, man. I think an, a, 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 I keep saying a veteran wide receiver that can help with these young wide receivers that we already have on the roster. I mean, yeah, you know, he's been riddled with injuries and soft tissue injury uh, injuries. But I would still take him. Philly, if you guys haven't noticed, he's been begging for a receiver, a veteran <laughs> a receiver, receiver for weeks man. now. <laughs> we're, we're probably going to end up drafting one, but I, you know, I wouldn't Zach mind. Pascal wasn't enough for you guys? <laughs> no, no, he wasn't enough, man. He wasn't enough, man. But I, I would definitely take a take a chance on a Julio, man. More, more so for the what he would do for the young guys. You yeah, know? man. Absolutely. Um, and I mean, he's a big body. Who, who doesn't need a big body? You know what I'm saying? As, as a matter of fact, that actually reminds me, man, um, had the opportunity just uh, this past weekend to uh, chop it up a little bit with Ha Ha Clinton Dix. Mm. Come to find out he's a, a big friend of the family. Um, but yeah, man, super humble, super cool, chill guy, man. Ha Ha, big shout out to you. Ho- hopefully you uh, get that call that you're waiting on. Um, if not, G-Man, give the man a call. You act like we don't need help in the secondary. <laughs> ha ha. You could definitely come on in New York. Um, but uh, yeah, he he mentioned, you know, he was chopping it up a little bit with me and, and uh, my son and, you know, my nephews a little bit. You know, he was throwing the ball around with them. Super cool guy. But he he mentioned that one of the toughest receivers he ever had to guard was Julio Jones. So, yeah. you know, who doesn't need a big body, strong receiver like Julio? You know, he gives, you know, corners and safeties fits, you know, so. Um, 
I could definitely see, uh, you know, a couple of landing spots for Julio. Sure. Why not? But another guy that, you know, Haha had also mentioned that he had, um, you know, ran a couple practices with, obviously, over in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. And uh, he enjoyed playing against was Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams now gets shipped over to Las Vegas. Yes, sir. Yeah. What do these Green Bay Packers do to replace a Devontae Adams? Uh, I'm thinking Julio is also an option. That's an option. You can't sleep on, you know, Odell coming back from the surgery. But you got the draft. You got a lot of big-time receivers. You got a lot of dudes coming from Alabama. You got a lot of dudes from Ohio State. I think the draft's the way to go for Green Bay. I agree. I agree. Um, You know, with the Green Bay Packers money situation, you know, they put all their money in Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Camp is kind of tight, especially at least for this year. I agree. I think it's the draft. Um, You get a first-round pick from Vegas. You have your own first-round pick. Mm -hmm. We mentioned, you know, this draft has some wide receivers. Yeah. Some it's, it's, it's loaded at wide receivers, some definitely some speed. speed sure. uh, there's a, a particular player out there that is actually saying he's a he compares himself to a bigger Devontae Adams, and that's George Pickens out of Georgia. Mm. A wide receiver who was banged up this year. So we really didn't get to see him at his full potential. So could be, you know, maybe one of those later first round picks. Maybe we see a George Pickens uh in that situation, but also a Traylon Burks. I'm seeing a lot of mock drafts that are mocking Traylon Burks, wide receiver out of Arkansas, um, to, to the Packers. They have to draft somebody. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. I think that's the way to go. I think the free agency market outside of Julio Jones is pretty dried up now. Yeah. Um, uh, I can get behind them drafting, but Packers aren't known for drafting wide receivers. Agreed. Agreed. So, have to at least in the first round. <laughs> so it's going to be interesting to see how they, how they you know, move around this. You know, you lose Adams. You also lose Marquez uh, Valdez-Scantling. Yeah, he's over with the yeah. Chiefs now, right? Yeah. Yep, and, and, and you lose Randall Cobb. So they're out all of their wide yeah. receivers. So it's, it's any man's uh, game right now. Uh, I definitely agree. They have to address it. Two first-round picks in the draft. You might as yeah, I think 22 and 28. You better yeah. use one of those yeah. on, uh, on a receiver. Yeah, sure. both. Uh, all right, well, another uh, wide receiver that actually saw <laughs> Devontae Adams uh, soak up some big money, and he felt like he was going to need it too sometime soon, told uh, the Chiefs, I need a new home next season. Yeah. And then Tyreek ends up in Miami. Woo! Blockbuster deal, man. Tyreek Hill of Miami Dolphin. For a first-round pick? What else was involved in that? It's a total of five picks. You got a 22 first-round pick, number 29. Uh, You got a second-round pick in 2022, a fourth. And then a fourth and a sixth in 2023. So a total of five picks. Uh, and it might be worth it. I mean, this guy's a game changer, man. He's a game changer. Miami sure. came. Miami came to play this all season. Absolutely. Miami came to play. Absolutely. Um, you like this for Tyreek Hill and the Miami Dolphins? Uh, first of all, what does it do for Kansas City? Um, I mean, Mahomes is still gonna be Mahomes. So, I mean, it, who it hurts the most, I think, is Travis Kelsey. He's gonna see a lot more double teams. Very but true. at the end of the day, they're still gonna compete in that division, no matter what, because of the man under the center, Patrick Mahomes. I. It doesn't hurt him that much, but it's a little bit. I think I think you look at this situation and and you see a team that towards the middle and the end of last season started to struggle. They started to lose sight of who they were, and Tyreek Hill was a big part of who they were. Uh, I, I like that call of Travis Kelsey potentially struggling here. You also bring in Juju Smith-Schuster, who's also known to be a intermediate route runner. You know, he's not going to really burn you on the outside. No. Uh, yeah, they got Marquez Valdez-Scanling, who is a burner. Uh, I think I think this offense changes, guys. I, I, I seriously think they, they, they're looking 
you know, you give Mahomes the money. Now it's on Mahomes. Hey, are, are you a product of what you had or can you carry us to the future? You know, it's hard when you pay a quarterback top, top dollar to really put a team around them. So we'll see if, uh, you know, Andy Reid and the boys can 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 get kind of creative in, in what they can come up with. But look look to them. You know, a lot of mock drafts out there have them, you know, selecting a wide receiver as well. Agreed. That's maybe exactly a, where I was going with it. You know, yeah, now maybe, they got two first-round picks. Exactly. So, so maybe Jamison Williams, mm-hmm. you know, coming off the, the ACL tier in Alabama, he's another one. Man, yeah. it, it, it could be interesting, man. Yeah, interesting. or if they need a speedster. I like I like Chris Olave for them. For sure. uh, you for know, sure. if they really need a speedster on the outside. Um, but I definitely think that, you know, this changes KC a lot, especially in that tough division that we've been mentioning. Oh, that, yeah. that division has got so intense. Um, and there were a lot of people already saying that they may be the weakest team in that division now. And then you go and you trade, you know, one of your home run hitters. It's yep. tough. Um, but uh, for Miami, what does this do for Miami? That, that definitely improves a lot, especially in that division they're in. I think they could definitely, I don't think they'll win the division, but they push New England for that second spot. So mm-hmm. maybe a playoff team for sure, though. I see that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a huge addition, man. Like I said, Miami came to play. Um, you're bringing in a player who in his career has over 400 receptions, 479, over 6,000 yards and 56 touchdowns. I mean, this guy is a game changer. You know, he can take the tops off your defense. He forces you to play honest. You know, you got to have your safeties playing back because he can burn you. Burn us. Um, it's going to be a lot of 305 take it to the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and he, he grew up in Miami, so he's, he's pretty much coming home. You know, he had a choice. Uh, you know, KC said, hey, we have two offers, one from Miami. I forget what the other team was. And he chose Miami. Yep. So he, he, he looked at the situation. He looked at Tua. And now I'm looking at Tua. And, and the world is looking the at world Tua. The world is looking at Tua. It's time for Tua. This is his opportunity. You either make it or you break it. Yeah. You know, you either it or you're not. Because the big thing about this team that I like is they kept their 2023 first-round picks in their back pocket. Agreed. So if Tua isn't the answer, if he doesn't perform, they can go ahead and draft the quarterback next year. Agreed, man. Agreed. Um, Tua obviously was probably one of the biggest winners in free agency, right? Yes. I mean, it's safe to say. Um, who else did you guys think were winners in free agency? Cleveland Browns. Oh, of course, yeah. right? Yeah. You pick up Deshaun Watson, who could be easily a top five quarterback. You get Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. You still got a top defense. Still got the best O-line in football. And you still got the best running back in football, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Two two really good running backs yeah. and Kareem Hunt as well. So Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I like the I like the Brown situation. But I mean going back to Miami, I I, I really like I can't, I'm gonna say it again. Miami came to play. You bring in Tyreek Hill. You signed the best offensive tackle. In free agency, available in free agency in, in Armstead, coming over from the Saints. You bring in a, a, a running back from the Arizona Cardinal, Chase Edmonds. You sign Cedric Wilson, who's an underrated slot wide receiver from Dallas. I mean, in that division, it's, it's going to be tough because you, you still have Buffalo there. You know, oh. Buffalo is, is also made some big noise this offseason as well. You know, and then with the AFC West and how that shapes out, could all four teams make it? So who doesn't – AFC is going to be crazy, man. But definitely like uh, the Browns, definitely like what Miami did. Another addition, The Chargers. The Chargers. That was exactly yeah. where I was going to go. Mm. You get J.C. Jackson, bring yeah. in Khalil Mack. Huge. You re-signed your guys, you know, uh, uh, Mike Williams. Herbert's only going to get better. Herbert's – yeah, exactly. Uh, it, it's scary, man. It's scary what the AFC did. I mean, AFC won this whole yeah. offseason, yeah, exactly. I say. Thanks. <laughs> Yeah, but another guy that you mentioned earlier that should have a huge upgrade is uh, Michael Pittman. Obviously, um, I like what he did. But somebody else who I like that literally did nothing in free agency, 
and won so much. That boy from Fresno State, Derek Carr, man, getting his boy, Devontae Adams. Yeah. And all he had to do was just make a couple calls. Hey, Devontae, yeah. you know, come on over here. You know? And obviously, you know, Devontae has said that before that, you know, he's been in communication and, you know, since, since Fresno State with Derek mm-hmm. Carr. Um, and it just ramped up a little more this offseason to the point that he said, hey, let's play together again. So shout out to Derek Carr, man. Did yeah. nothing yeah. and won almost the most. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I watched the, uh, the press conference introducing Devontae Adams, and, and, and he said, like, and I didn't realize this, that him and Derek Carr used to train every offseason yep. until they moved to Vegas, and that's when things kind of got, you know, disconnected. But they trained every offseason together. They are, you know, college, former college teammates. So, man, the AFC West is crazy, man. <laughs> Holy. Yeah, it is, man. Um, any any losers in free agency? Any, anybody you feel like just really didn't do anything or signed the wrong pieces? Uh, I, I mentioned it earlier, man. It's, it's the Green Bay Packers, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, you signed Aaron Rodgers, but like we said a couple weeks ago, at what cost? Yeah. You lose Devontae Adams. You lose Marquez Valdez-Scantling. You lose Randall Cobb. Uh, the money situation is tight. That's That's my big loser. Yeah, Green Bay, or I would even say Dallas. I mean, they lost some, you know, pass rushers. Yeah, it's true. So, and it was Mari Cooper. When does Gallup come back? So, it's all in CB Lamb right now. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have to trust in some of these young guys and, uh, you know, hope that they could step up for these veterans that they lost. And and another team that, you know, they kind of won and lost at the same time, um, I think the Bucs. The Bucs, you know, they got Tom Brady back, obviously. Mm -hmm. They held on to Godwin. Um, brought in Russell Gage, right? But then they lose Bruce Arians as a coach. Um, is that really a loss, though? Uh, yeah, I, I would say no. I, similar to, you know, Peyton Manning's offensive coordinator or LeBron James head coach. Head coach of Tom Brady. I mean, maybe you could say Bill Belichick, <laughs> but Tom Brady's going to be, you know, his own head coach. He's yeah, not going to really – he doesn't need Bruce Arians to, to, to guide him. I like what um, Todd Bowles can bring. You know, he's he's a veteran head coach. Mm-hmm. He has head coaching experience. Um, he's a commander of that defense. Right. Uh, I think he just slides right in. He doesn't do too much. You know, let Tom Brady run the show. And the Buccaneers will easily win this division. I mean, Bruce Arians, Bruce Arians slides to the front office. Um, he'll still be involved some way, somehow. Great. But I think right. technically the head coach title would be off of him. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I still think it's Tom Brady's offense, Tom Brady's team. The GOAT will carry them where he, uh, where he wants. All right, so we're going to cross over into basketball. Um, but we usually slide into the NBA. Before we do that, I see you got a Duke Blue Devils jacket on here. Dukey so Blue! We're yeah. going to make a pit stop in New Orleans and chop it up about this uh, NCAA tournament here. Yeah. Final four, Dukey against the Tar Heels. I mean... Safe to say, I know who you're rooting for, right? Yeah, definitely. Do. <laughs> this is the first time they've matched up against each other in the March Madness tournament. And I'm obviously going Duke for multiple reasons. Duke has too much firepower. They got six guys averaging double figures. And they That's have, huge. in my eyes, the number one pick, Paulo Bencaro. It's He's averaging 19 a game. He can facilitate if you need him to. He can post up, knock down the midi. Dude's it's, tough. Love the way he's yeah. taking over games, yep. man. Um. I mean, you don't think Armando Baycott might have something to say about that over in UNC? Uh, he, he could have something to say about that, but we got a big man over in uh, Duke called Mark Williams leads the <laughs> ACC in blocks. So <laughs> True indeed. Yeah, we got, um, we got Duke and Carolina. Uh, right now the, uh, the line is minus four. Duke's minus four and a half. And with the Villanova and Kansas, we got Kansas is uh, minus four. So 
you know, Vegas has Duke and Kansas in the in the championship game, man. But it's it's I have Duke all the way. Uh early in my brackets, my brackets, I had Duke going all the way. I had, yeah. actually had Duke and Kansas. So my 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 finals is still uh still good to go. Um we got uh each team is represented by uh four all Americans. You got Banchero represent for Duke, Gillespie for Villanova, Baycott for North Carolina, and and Adi Adi Banji. <laughs> Pardon my pronunciation. Represent Kansas, so it should be a good one, man. These are, you know, four powerhouses in college basketball. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be, you know, we'll, we'll see who's the last team standing. So you got Duke and Kansas. Yeah, Duke and Kansas. I got Duke all the way, but I got Duke and Villanova. Okay. Nice, nice. Villanova. That defense, man. Yeah. That defense is going to give Kansas fits. Yeah. I mean, Kansas had a huge second half against Miami. I mean, we kind of saw that coming. Yeah. Right? yeah. The writing was on the wall. Sorry, Miami fans. <laughs> um, but uh, huge second half. They're, they're all offensive powerhouse, but I think. You know, yeah. defense takes over this game, man. I, I got Villanova and Duke myself. It's not even just defensively. I mean, it's going to be a tight game all the way. And it's going to come down to free throws. And Villanova, as of right now, will break the record for best free throw percentage at 83%. Huge. So it's, it's going to come down to that. And, and then, you know, Kansas turns the ball over a lot because they like to get up and down. Mm-hmm. That's not going to work. And against Villanova. that tough Villanova defense. Yep. 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 Agreed, man. Um, but, yeah, man, good luck to your Duke Blue Devils in, in this uh, Final Four tournament. Um, we're going to jump on over to the NBA and uh, talk about some of the top seeds in the NBA. You know, we talked about the Final Four in, you know, college, but top four in the NBA in the East are pretty tough, all yeah. separated by two games. Yeah. Who are you liking this NBA Eastern Conference? Uh, I'm going to go Miami gets that one seed. Mm-hmm. I think Milwaukee stays at two. I, I think it stays exactly the same. Philly I th- three. I think, I think Philly is lucky, gets that three seed and avoids Brooklyn at all costs. <laughs> and with, with that Robert Williams injury, Boston stays at four. Okay. Yeah. Agreed, man. I like that. I, I like that a lot. It's, it's, it's funny, man. It's like, who's going to draw that, that, that lottery ticket? Who's going to get lined up with Brooklyn yeah. in the first <laughs> Who round? Who wants that? Who wants it? Though, like you said, that, that sweet spot might be that third seed might be that yeah. sweet spot to avoid ball, uh, yeah. Brooklyn. Yeah, because unfortunately, the play-in tournament is obviously going to be after the regular season. Right. So the top seeds are going to be seeded waiting for that uh, that first-round matchup. You know, And a lot of teams are starting to look over at Cleveland yep. like you did a few weeks back, <laughs> Big J. Hey, man, I, I'm just here, man. You know, I'm just <laughs> I'm just here, you know what I mean? Those I'm just Cleveland here. Cavaliers are sliding. Hey, they were sitting pretty, what, at third or fourth in the yeah. East? And then a couple weeks back, I said, man, they're going to drop, you know, maybe around that seven, six, seven range. And you think they're going to drop that many? All these spots? They started looking at me sideways and, you know, who falls out? I'm looking at one team that kind of looks like they don't belong. I Say it out loud. You, you know, you know we, 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 we do have some, some... Say it out loud. Some, Don't do it. <laughs> I'm, out just, loud. I'm just looking. Hear me out now. Here comes I, the <laughs> I, The arrow's pointing up for these Cavaliers. But when I look down the list... Come on, man. ...of these standings, Come and if we're going to say that Brooklyn is not the eighth seed and it's going to be higher, there's one team that might not make it. Well, might well, make it for sure, but... 
looks out of place. Maybe two, maybe Toronto. I was about to say, what are you going to say? You're not going to say, you're going to sit here and tell me. I'm going to say Toronto, Toronto, but the Cleveland Cavaliers. How you skip six teams to go to Toronto? (laughs) Because you boys are here and I'm feeling that, 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 you know, feeling that that Cleveland energy. Toronto, they don't even got fans right now. So they really not going to have no choice. But they hooping though. You know, we play play Fremen Flea, you know, Pascal Siakam's hooping, but Cleveland Cavaliers, they're young. If that's, if I'm looking at it, Here it comes. the Nets swap with Cavs. Now, now we look like we supposed we to be there. We're not spots? swapping. We're not <laughs> dropping that low. Like, what's, what's the issue with the Cavs? The experience? Just, that just, just the young, young. And experience. What? Young. Hey, cream rises to the top and Cavaliers plummet to the earth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right now, if, 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 the, if, if the play is started today, it would be the Cavs versus the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, and then it'll be the Hornets versus the Hawks. So, hey, man. Cavalier. I mean, all I'm saying is if that ends up being the scenario, yeah. I, I, I'm going to go on record to say Brooklyn's going to be in the seventh seed, yes. right? <laughs> and Cleveland, you guys are going to struggle to stay in these playoffs. All I say is, man, mm-hmm. good luck. Yep. Uh, you guys have been sliding. Another team that's been sliding over in the West, though, mm. over in that Kobe corner. Yeah. The Lakers, man. I mean, we talk about them a lot because we have to, right? Mm-hmm. It's a surprise yep. that these Lakers, with all this superstardom mm-hmm. and, and Hall of Famers on their team, how can they possibly be struggling to stay in the play-in tournament at this point in time? Health-wise, easily. When you have LeBron James early on miss games, and then he comes back, you play maybe two games healthy, then AD goes down. They just can't stay healthy. That's the only problem, I feel like. But can you ever trust AD? To stay healthy is the real question. I mean, can you trust anybody to stay healthy? I mean, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, you can trust him to stay healthy. Just next year, he'll be fine. He put on some more muscle. Unfortunately, you know, he landed on Rudy Gobert, and you can't do nothing about that. So, but that's next year. This year, though. This year, what's going on with these Lakers? Do they stand a chance? If healthy, yes. If not, no. I mean, you look at these Lakers, I don't even think it matters if healthy, if not. You look at these Lakers, this is a disappointment. I mean, this is the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah. If there wasn't a play-in, we're not even talking about the Lakers. This is fact. So, let, I mean, let's, let's, let's speak on that. This is a bad team. You know, it's a bad team. It, it, it's a shame on the organization to go through a season to get past the trade deadline and not address the needs of the team. You know, they did nothing to address the needs. You know, you go into the offseason, you bring in Russell Westbrook, were they surprised, like, that he's not shooting or, you know, like, what did they think they were going to get? Like, I, I don't understand. It's, it's a bad team. I, I wonder. I'm not even worried about that. The other day they were in, they were out, now they're in. This is a loss for the Lakers at the end of the day. Even if they get in, like we mentioned uh, during the live show, they got to see Phoenix. Phoenix in the first You know round. what I mean? So are they, you know, but what's the, the end does, game? Does Phoenix want to see a healthy LeBron and AD? They did, they did last year. And they were down 2-1. And, and, then, and then AD went down. So I mean. You don't, want, you don't want LeBron and AD to get in the play-in with some rest. I guess that's true, man. So you're telling me, Lakers-Phoenix first round. You got the Lakers? If, if those AD are and LeBron are healthy. You got the Lakers winning. Too many ifs, man. Too that's many huge, ifs. man. That's huge. They, nobody has proven to stop them when they're healthy together. Okay. Last time they are healthy together, they won a champ. Okay. So. All right. Well, I mean, we won't hold our breath when it comes to... AD and LeBron's health. Right. Um, but <laughs> somebody that did just come back from injury, also in LA, but for the Clippers, PG-13, yep. 
big comeback win in his first game back against the Utah Jazz. Yep. They're going to be seated around that seventh, eighth spot as well. How do you feel about these Clippers possibly maybe making a little noise against a Memphis or a Phoenix Suns as well? Well, first they're going to have to get through Minnesota in that playing game. And Minnesota is nothing to mess around with right now. Highest scoring team in the league right now. Yeah, Cat's playing amazing. D'Lo is playing how he we all expected him to when he first got in the league. And right. Anthony Edwards is one of the best rising stars in this league. I think people forget that D'Lo was once an all-star. Yeah. You right. know, so... Clippers for me, man, the Clippers are that walking zombie. They're, they're, they're Jason Boy, he's Friday the 13th. You just can't kill them. And they're going to keep, they're going to get stronger potentially. Seven to 10 days, they could get Norman Powell back. And there's another gentleman on some chat on, on, on the internet, on the, on the interwebs that Kawhi Leonard could be making a surprise return come playoff time. So the Clippers. If they can get, you know, we saw Paul George come back. If they can get Kawhi Leonard to come back. <laughs> That's a whole yeah. other team, man. It's Friday the 13th. Watch out for these Clippers because they're going to be coming. That's Pause. Same as Lakers. Those two are healthy. They can beat anybody. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess sure. when it comes to that seventh, eighth seed, it's really going to come down to health. Yeah. See who gets in this play playoffs and who gets, you know, in this playoff most healthy. And then I guess at that point in time, Phoenix and Memphis will decide if they need to worry or not. Um. Memphis ain't worried. Yeah, no, I'll tell you that. Memphis not worried about nobody. <laughs> not even Phoenix. <laughs> is that, is that still? I know we we brought you in on the championship rounds, and actually in your championship round, which is technically the finals, you had Memphis in there. Is Memphis still your finals pick? They are my finals pick. Are they your championship pick? Yeah, all the way. Mm. The, John Moran all the way. They are showing that they can beat good teams without their best player. So when you plug them back in, it's even worse. Why not Memphis? So I love it. Who can stop him? I love it. It's a grit and grind kind of team. Can't can't beat that. This is true. Uh, I know you mentioned your boy Jaron Jackson yep. uh, earlier, um, leading the league in blocks. He should be considered defense player of the year. <laughs> That's definitely he's definitely an argument for yep. sure. A yep. couple weeks back, I, I I even said it. You know, John Morant is playing out of his mind right now. We've seen the the step up in in, in Desmond Bain's game and the addition of a. Uh, uh, Steven Adams, but the biggest, the biggest addition was getting back from health yep. was Jaron Jackson, man. Absolutely. Plugging him back into that lineup, it, it, it's been a game changer, man. It's, it's what they're able to do with John Morant and without John Morant, it, 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 it's why not, man? Why not the Memphis Grizzlies? All right, well, who you got in that championship against the Memphis Grizzlies? I mean, we talked about, you know, how close the top of the East is. Man, it's tough. It's, it's so tough. I want to say Boston. But again, Robert Williams is out. That's that's the biggest thing about Boston for that, me is, you know, he can be in the conversation for defensive player of the yeah. year too, right? He's, you know, one of the top in the league in shot blocking, yeah. but losing him is huge. And I think they said the earliest they'll be able to get him back is late second round. So they got to do some work to even, you know, possibly consider being in contention at this point in time. So considering Robert Williams been out, I'm going to I'm going to go Brooklyn. Brooklyn. It comes down to who has the best player on the floor. And in the East, KD is the best player over there. I agree. I actually heard something the other day, and they said uh, the Kyrie and KD duo is one of the most unstoppable duos in history. It is. One, one, God forbid both of them got it going. I mean, one of them got it going is worse enough. Because, I mean, think about it. I mean... They are two of the most unstoppable players in this league, if not the two most, right? Yeah. 
I mean, it, it, it's super, super efficient as well. It, it, it's hard to argue, but I like that Brooklyn and Memphis finals. That could be fun, man. That's a, that's a fast pace. I know Big J actually had Memphis in his finals as well. Had Memphis, yeah. Still, still feeling Philly over there in the finals with him? Still, I still, I'm still rocking with Philly, man. You know, Joel Embiid is, is playing, still playing at MVP level. Um, is he the MVP? I, uh. I think it's Joel's award to lose, man. I, I, I seriously, and I'm going to stick with that. It's Joel Embiid's award to lose. I think he's third in the race. I got Luka at one mm. and, and Jokic. Luka needs some respect. <laughs> I can I can get behind the Luca noise. I can get behind that because they are you know they're, they're both third in their in their conference. Uh, Luca's pretty much doing it by himself. Twenty nine and nine, yeah. I think. Um, the the Jokic noise, I, I would argue that you know I I feel like you have to have your team in that upper echelon, the upper top two, top three seeds yeah. to, to to be in that conversation. But I mean, even then, he's still also kind of doing it by himself. I, 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 I hear you on that. I hear you on that. I just think, I think Joel Embiid is on a mission. And uh, does it end with a championship? That, that is uh, TBD. TBD. <laughs> TBD. TBD. Um, it, it's going to be difficult, man. That, getting out of that East is going to be very difficult. Um, yeah. Whoever comes out of that East, I'll tell you this. Is gonna earn it for sure. If you yeah. can, if you can make it through that that gauntlet, um, the biggest issue may be Toronto. Believe it or not, like going to Toronto, mm-hmm. you know, are your players vaccinated or not? That may be the something that Ooh. bites some of these teams in the butt. That could hurt a team like Brooklyn, Boston, Philly. Mm-hmm. Right, it's true. It could hurt. And then there's also those Golden State Warriors who I actually had as my in my championship, um, but they're struggling without their MVP caliber, caliber player. Um, even though Jordan Poole has stepped up, he's uh, actually has 14 straight games of 20 or more points. But you know, without Steph Curry, you know Golden State is sliding right now too. Yeah. They could possibly fall all the way to four or five and lose out on some home court advantage, right? Yeah, I agree. You know, you, you lose Steph Curry, you, this is this is the trend. You know, you're going to lose some games. You know, I, I see, I see your Jordan pool, but you know, for what they're still losing games. Uh, it's tough. It's tough. Uh, but a healthy Steph and now we're talking. Now Clay and Draymond. Now we're talking. How you feel about these Golden State Warriors in the playoffs? First round, they're out. Of, they'll win the first round, obviously against you know Nuggets. Against your MVP. Yeah. <laughs> but but once you get to Memphis and and Phoenix, that's where they stop. Yeah, yeah. that's the end of the road. Yep. It, it, it's really going to come down to their health. It's going to yeah. be how healthy. Yeah, they could be healthy, but how healthy are they? Yeah, Clay's been back 20-something games now, and now him, Draymond, and Steph have played a total of uh, 11 minutes together. Right. <laughs> Top of the West is going to be tough, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's going to be tough, uh, you know, because of that addition of the Memphis Grizzlies, man. That they, they just throw a wrench in the game. I think outside of the top two seeds, it's a big gap. For sure. All right, gentlemen, well, that's all the time we got for today. Big J, appreciate you holding down that Kobe corner. Yes, sir. You already know. Hey, uh, I know you guys are watching the Final Four on Saturday, but don't forget WrestleMania this weekend, Saturday, Sunday, going to be a banger. Banger. And Isaiah, appreciate you coming through, blessing the show again with all the facts and content, man. Uh, Good luck to you and your future endeavors in Europe, man. Appreciate that. And thank y'all for having me, man. I mean, all y'all watching out here, keep watching. This is going to be the best sports show. So keep watching, keep telling all your friends, family, all that. You heard it first. Let's go. Like and subscribe. Hit that button, man. Thank you guys for watching. Make sure you continue to like and subscribe. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And obviously, check us out at sportjb.com.
And if you want to support the show, dollar sign JB Sports Room. And we got a quote for you guys from Nipsey Hussle. Luck is being prepared at all times. So when the door opens, you're ready. Thank you guys for watching. Wow.